0: And it's ending one minute at a time. I was
1: blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we buy shit we don't need. Ideas are bricklaying. If you had one shot,
0: everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis.
1: Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show.
0: Ava Hoft, welcome to the Biohacking Secret Show.
1: Thank you. So glad to be on.
0: So glad to hear your name pronounced the right way in the US. Huh? I
1: know. It's it's a first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're off to a good start. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> all right. So um, for our listeners who might not be familiar with your origin story, how did how did you get here?
1: Yeah. So I'm originally from, from Amsterdam. So I get a lot of the, oh, you don't have an accent, but I like to kind of go with it at first because now you'll pick up on it. Um, So I originally actually came into like the health and wellness industry through modeling. So I was modeling for about 10 years, Um, comes with like the whole garbage of like the body image issues and like being in the health and wellness industry, mostly just to lose weight, just to be like more in the diet culture. Um,
0: This is a thing with modeling?
1: Yeah. So no one really knows, you know, it's like, it's, like, yo, it's the,
0: first, it's the first, it. time,
1: first time. Models and eating disorders. Is that a thing?
0: I thought you were all just genetically gifted. I
1: know. I mean, Hey, I am genetically gifted. So um,
0: don't get it twisted. You can be both. Yeah. You, you
1: can be both. Um, but yeah, so basically my whole goal with, you know, like eating healthy and getting into that whole, um, that whole side of things was just to kind of like lose weight, to just be in uh, control really of like what I look like on a daily basis. And so that actually kind of spiraled me into years of health issues because I was jumping from diet to diet. So I would go from like a keto diet to, you know, like a vegan diet, just anything that people would say, this helps you lose weight. I, I tried it, you know, for like a month or two. Um, so completely wrecked my gut health back then, um, just because I was changing so much on you know a monthly basis, that I got diagnosed with IBS when I was about 19 years old. Um, doctors didn't really know much about IBS back then. It, it's kind of like this like this diagnosis that they just give to you, and then they hope you just never come back. <laughs>
0: It's not even a diagnosis. It's It's, it's, not, the, yeah. the, it's the naming of a symptom.
1: Right, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, you've got knee pa- left knee pain-itis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't help me.
1: <laughs> right. And so then they're like, okay, you know, you could see a dietician, but we don't really know what else to do for you. And so I ended up just going down my own rabbit holes for about six years, um, trying every diet, trying every supplement, um, you know, doing like the medical medium cleanses and the, the celery juice and... Mm. You know the oh, glutamine. How, much,
0: how, how, how many bunches of celery have you juiced in your time so far?
1: Oh my goodness, I, I don't even know where to start. It was like <laughs> I would go to Whole Foods and buy like six at a time, and that would last me like two days. You know,
0: it was. Give us a guess. Oh. Give us a guess. Oh, because that's like an interview question. You have to get as close okay, as possible. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, oh, probably like three hundred, maybe at least, at least maybe more. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. But yeah, so. <laughs> You know, I, I tried like basically everything. And after about six to eight years of just being with, you know, all my symptoms, I got really good at managing my symptoms. So I knew exactly what not to eat. I was on tons of elimination diets thinking that, oh, I'm I'm healed, you know? Um.
0: Right. <laughs> good, good word choice. Because right. like, that's where we start. It's like we start managing our symptoms yeah. and it's a higher level of awareness. But then you're like you can't get off the gerbil
1: wheel. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, I'm taking 10 <laughs> supplements a day. And like, as long as I stay away from gluten and corn and dairy, I'm feeling great. Like I'm feeling great. Yeah.
0: Um, and then you're like running around, you're like, you shouldn't be taking those yeah, pharmaceuticals. Yeah. And they're like, why not? You're like, cause you have to take them for the rest of your life. They don't, they don't cure anything. And they're like, do your supplements cure anything? And you're like, no.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. It's, um, yeah. So that was, that was quite the journey. That was quite the journey. Yeah. And, um, still you know like things got better i i found a few cleanses that actually really got me to a place of like oh okay my body is like healing itself um but nothing was actually like really getting to the root cause and i think most people don't even know what the root cause is of most of these digestive symptoms so they kind of just are like oh well just focus on healing your microbiome or focus on balancing your hormones right it's like everyone just like throws these terms at you and no one actually really knows like how to do it and
0: then you start you start thinking like okay, everyone's saying balance your hormones. There must be something to that. Everyone's yeah. saying, yeah. you know, fix your microbiome. There must be something to yeah. that. And then you're like, how are, are we just all parroting one another yeah. and no one actually knows what the fuck they're doing?
1: <laughs> right, right. So that's, that's kind of what I found out. It was like, um, I randomly got introduced to these products about two years ago. And my friend was like, you should try this cleanse. And I was like, all right, I've tried every cleanse. Like, this is not gonna work. Um, and then I tried this cleanse And while I'm on the cleanse, it's a full psychedelic experience. Like it's a full ceremony that I'm in. And
0: what were you taking?
1: So they're (laughs) right. I know. (laughs) Oh, you know, just like uh,
0: day one, ayahuasca, ayahuasca. day two, (laughs) ketamine, day three LSD. (laughs) Hey,
1: hey, nothing against those, but um, no, it was actually, it was fermented enzymes. So they -hmm. basically just take fruits and vegetables. They ferment it for three years. And then, um, These are, you know, obviously, like, these enzymes are alive. It's way different than when you take digestive enzymes that are encapsulated or dried. Um, This is, like,
0: what we used to make. Right. My brother and his wife have got back into fermenting food, and he'll make apple cider vinegar concoctions with spicy peppers, and they'll let it ferment and sit for months. Yeah, yeah. And it just gets better and better and better. We don't do that anymore, especially with like our food production processes, where everything's yeah, got to be faster exactly. and more. It's it's a race to the bottom. So, what what was the name of this product that you were taking the fermented enzyme?
1: Yeah. So, so the the company that I purchased these products from was Zen Cleanse. Um. So Zen Cleanse. Yeah. So, basically, they have like a mucoid plaque cleanse, and for people that don't know what mucoid plaque is, um, I mean it's it's gnarly. Like once I found out that that was in my body, I was like. How, how is this not breaking the internet right now? Like, it's it's so crazy.
0: Um, it, that's, one of the, that's one of those things that, like, we probably shouldn't say that a whole bunch on this episode because I think it's a targeted term, even by AI. Wow. Where, because it's a thing. It's a very real thing. So let's talk about that. But just to set up a key, let's call it MC.
1: Okay, great.
0: So if we're talking about that word, if you guys don't know what we're talking about right now, rewind 30 seconds and listen to it again. We'll call that MC so that everyone knows and communication is efficient, but we're also not preventing this information from reaching as many people as it could reach. Cause it's a thing and I, I've noticed patterns, yeah. even when I tried to get in on like my first MC cleanse, um, MC is a terrible abbreviation. We should call it MP, MP. that makes more sense. Great. <laughs> MP makes more
1: sense. <laughs> I was like, where does the C come from?
0: <laughs> I sometimes go full, I don't know. It's like not <laughs> dyslexic, but it's weird. I just, I have, I have a unique brain and sometimes it does that. Um, so we'll call it MP and my first one, one of my clients had done it and had a very interesting experience, sent me some pictures cause we're weird like that. And then he connected me with the woman that got it for him. Hmm. And I called and she was like, who are you? And I was like, well, I'm friends with, you know, we'll call him Justin. And she was like, yeah, well, we don't sell that anymore. And she hung up.
1: Wow.
0: And I was like, Yo, she just told me they don't sell that anymore. And then hung up on me like I was the feds. Wow. (laughs) And I ended up getting it somewhere else and doing it. And now we use it with clients too. But this is fascinating. So can you describe what MP is to our listeners who aren't familiar?
1: Yeah. So so basically, in this day and age, um, obviously, like our food is already lacking enzymes, right? So Mm -hmm. we are eating food that is empty, completely like stripped from its nutritional value. It's it's you know, lacking enzymes. So we're also eating a lot of acidic foods, processed foods and foods that are really just like, it creates a lot of mucus in the body. So we create a lot of mucus, a lot more than we would way back in the day. And then we keep swallowing this. So we swallow all this mucus and mixed mucus with undigested matter. It can be parasites, biofilms. Um, It creates this layer that coats the intestinal walls, um, mostly the small intestine. So a lot of people that get colonoscopies done, people are like, oh, well, we don't see this plaque. It's non-existent. It's because it's actually in your small intestine. So.
0: So is that the reason? Yeah. Is, Is that for sure? Because I've seen explorations on this and it is a good question, but like I've released it. I've had dozens of clients release it. I even talk about it in 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 like an advertisement for our coaching program. It's a thing. It's in there. But then you hear people going, no, it's the stuff you're drinking, mixing and forming that. I'm like, no, because a bunch of us have mixed it together and put it in a warm, you know, 98 degree environment. It doesn't become that. Mm -mm. So that doesn't work. No. No but then you hear about the colon being explored and there's nothing in the colon. And that makes fucking sense. right? Yeah, (laughs) You know, so you're like, I know it's real, but I also don't have a great answer for you. And you might have an answer. So you're saying it's in the small intestine. Yeah.
1: It's in, it's in the small intestine. So when you get a colonoscopy done or when you get colon hydrotherapy done, it only goes into your large intestine. Like the body obviously has a valve where it's like, you can't go further than this. Um, (laughs) <laughs> that's right. It's like okay, protecting itself. Um, so do not pass go. Right. Do not collect
0: two hundred dollars. <laughs> you will go no further. None shall pass. Yeah. What none shall? You ever seen a uh, Monty Python quest for the Holy yes, Grail? So <laughs>
1: none shall pass.
0: That's that's what happens between the colon and the e- small exactly.
1: Intestine. Yeah. So so this this um, this plaque really like. The way I like to see it, right, is is if you have a sink pipe, for example, and you don't clean it for 10 years, there's, there's all this debris and all this like toxicity that builds up on the walls. And so it's really hard for water to flow through. So we need to clean that every now and then. And I believe that way back in the day, when we had a high enzymatic diet, we would release plaque, you know, people that are on like 30, 60 day juice cleanses, they start releasing this plaque, obviously not as high volumes that if you were to do a specific cleanse, but it's coming out because the enzymes are actually eating away at this plaque. So what we want to do is we want to temp- like periodically cleanse that. So this specific cleanse, um, that mixes the things like it's like psyllium husk and then it's, um, the enzymes, they start eating away at this plaque. And then you will, um, you will just get it all out essentially the next day. and. It takes
0: a while sometimes though, right?
1: Yeah. So with this specific one, because the enzymes are so like, they're highly vibrational. They're so activating and they really speed up the digestion. Most people release it like 24 hours later. And
0: you're kidding me. Are you talking about the Zen cleanse thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is this, are you like an affiliate for this? Do we need to temper some of what you're saying with the fact that you're making money on it?
1: Um yes and no because <laughs> I am an affiliate. And
0: I'm not I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like <laughs> yeah, most yeah, of the time yeah. if there's if there's shit that I believe in, I'll yeah. get a discount code for it because I believe in it. You know what so I mean? So that's but- how
1: I do my affiliate stuff too. Like I don't I don't ever make money on things that I don't believe in. I think that's like that's the whole problem with our industry.
0: <laughs> you better not. I take care of my audience and yeah. they they yeah. know they know we're skeptical. and
1: Yeah, no. So I actually had a, cl- a call with a client this morning, and she's tried different techniques. So she's tried a technique that her uh, colonic specialist told her about, which is like, I think it's a combination of psyllium husk, zeolites, um, a bunch of other stuff. And Yeah,
0: that's what I do right. almost every morning. It's, it's psyllium husk, uh, zeobind from BioPure. I do the um, tak- Takasumi Supreme. From Supreme Nutrition Products, which is like a black
1: yeah.
0: charcoal, coconut charcoal, and then um a green bentonite clay also from Biopure, which is Dr. Diedrich Klingart's company. I do that most mornings and then at some days I mix in colostyramine because I'm in a place that's like got a little bit of mold right now. Got so it. yeah. I just I take that to bind the mold and move it out. Yeah. So is that kind of what we're talking about?
1: So that is what my client uses. So she said that she's tried that, but it's more like, like you said, it's more of a slower process. You'll release the plaque, but it's more, you know, over a couple of days versus in one day. So the difference here is that this is like a juice cleanse on steroids. Like I've never seen people release this stuff. And I'll, I'll kind of share how my first experience was. Like I was juice cleansing for about three days prior because I was like, I want to, you know, be like fully clean, fully empty. So I had nothing in my system. And I take this stuff and I literally get four pounds of plaque out. And
0: did you take pictures?
1: Oh, of course I took pictures.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. You got it. If you're like, if you're uh, yeah. like half weirdo. Yeah. So where do you, did you do you post them on like your website or Instagram or anything?
1: Um, I sometimes post some some stuff on my Instagram. It's mostly actually from people's liver releases. Um, but I will. I like to do it periodically. But it kind of shocks people because they're like, "Oh my!" I God. could also
0: see Instagram. Like banning that.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, because every time that I actually would do research on it, like everything's censored. Everything's like, you know, completely debunked by like scientists. And I'm like, okay, so.
0: <laughs> no, it's like debunked by porn stars yeah, that are yeah, on yeah. The, pay- <laughs> the payroll of uh, meta.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, you know, I mean, here's the thing. Like I've I've probably coached about. 60, 80 people through this specific cleanse right now in the last couple of years. And Mm
0: -hmm.
1: maybe there's been one or two people that on their first cleanse didn't really get much of a release, but everyone else like one to four pounds of the stuff out. And what you can start to see when you see these releases is we get to see like parasites, we can see undigested fat, we can see um, internal dampness. So based on the releases, you actually know what's going on in your gut. And yeah. So, so
0: you're speaking a little bit on like a, a merging of this this MP mm-hmm. detoxification protocol with Ayurvedic medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, yeah. And where's like where like the overlapping concentric circles of gathering intelligence from the body in order to realize where our yin yang, dampness, heat yeah. might be out of balance.
1: Yeah, and so that's the great thing that we get to see with this cleanse specifically. And then obviously like, you know, you have like all those um, different views that you kind of combine. And then I also really like to combine into like, what are you actually releasing on an energetic level, right? Like what are you releasing on like a level of emotions? Because we store our emotions in our fascia, in our organs. So for me, it was a very, very spiritual experience. Like it's like even more so than like some ayahuasca experiences that I've had. It was very like, visceral to the point that I knew what I was releasing I knew what limiting beliefs what emotions um and I see that in a lot of people actually that
0: well speak on your experience a little bit more so like you because I also feel like if we have a lot of these barriers that I mean that's what it is it it, it interferes with optimal digestion absorption assimilation of nutrients mm-hmm. it's like gunk yeah on the inside of your small intestine if you see it it, it looks like something that like on a hot summer day, like tire, like, like rubber from the street, you know, like the the, the street muck. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's what it looks like. And and it's very strong and elastic. There's nothing that's getting through that. I don't care how many supplements you're taking. It's not going through that stuff. So which cleanse did you do? Because I'm looking at like Zen cleanse, and they've got all these. They've got forgive and inspire and one and rainbow and yeah. origin and flow. Which one did you do first? So
1: I usually, st- I usually tell people to do the rainbow first because it it addresses both the intestines and the liver. Um, that's
0: that's so twenty twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Start with the rainbow cleanse. Is uh, this going to turn me gay? I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. That's not um, that's not a thing.
1: <laughs> it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. No. <laughs> not in my experience at least. Um no. but yeah, so you know this the experience why in my opinion it's, it's so powerful. It's not just because we're doing the cleanse, but it's also because you're simultaneously fasting if if you want to, right? You're fasting for multiple days mm-hmm. in a row. So you're going through the experience of A, you're fasting, so your brain's releasing DMT after a certain point and like I've had full visual experiences like
0: Okay, I've fasted like crazy and never had a DMT visual. I've had DMT visuals from DMT. Right. Like I've done Bufo Alvarius mm-hmm. and, you know, the Sonoran Desert Toad yeah. a number of times, and I've done actual DMT and had visuals. I've never fasted and had visuals. I've done breathwork sessions with people that are having full-on DMT experiences. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so happy for you. And simultaneously so jealous that I don't experience that. Wow, yeah,
1: I I get them in in breathwork sessions too. I think it really depends on how sensitive you are and like how, I know my body's really sensitive. Like I'm one of the few people that like, I like if 99% of people say I don't feel anything, I'm gonna feel everything. So Mm. I- That's good
0: and intense. It's good
1: and intense, exactly, exactly. (laughs) But what it really, I think in my, you know, why it happens to me is because I get to feel everything so that I can explain to my clients what are actually have, what is happening, mm-hmm. you know, in the body when, when things what are could ha- happen, what could happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you, when you go through an experience like that, and when you really with people that have never cleansed before, or have never experienced anything like that is you're taking their pacifier away, right? You're ta- you're taking the food away. So Everything that comes up, like all the emotions that we suppress when we eat, when we walk to the fridge, when we don't feel good, um, you know, it's like, so it's a very, very emotional process. And it gets very deep into like our our sense of like self-love, our sense of, you know, worthiness, like everything that we feel like we kind of just like <laughs> numb when we when we are actually eating like we do every single day.
0: I mean, it's almost across the board that we, that we just, we have equated our superpower, which is emotions with weakness yeah. or an inconvenience and almost societally shut it down mm-hmm. as something that is like, oh, it for, to emote and feel the emotions of what is happening in my life is going to interfere with my productivity. Yeah. I'm like, well, are we, let's just go become fucking robots then. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Why are <know>. we even... <laughs> Why are we even wasting time? Seriously, yeah, you know? yeah. Go sign up. Hey, if that's what you want, go sign up for Elon's thing. Mm-hmm. Let him put it in you. <laughs> Let Elon put it in you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and save yourself some time. Because yeah. like, because that was me. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to choose. It was a fork in the road. It's yeah. very clear. You can feel or you cannot feel. Yeah. But robots don't feel. And people feel a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's really like what my, cause I was the same. I didn't feel anything. I was like, Oh, this is my strength. I haven't cried in six years. You know, like I, I, <laughs> I was like, oh, people that are emotional. What? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wimp.
1: Yeah. Weekly. Uh, yeah, yeah. P word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, it was crazy because you know what? I was also not living. Like I was, I yeah. was not alive. I was, I was in the system like so much so that I was completely disconnected from like, you know, just living and It wasn't until I started cleansing that obviously my body started healing, but I also started feeling to the depth that I've never been able to feel. And like, you know, like I was uh, at this point, I already had a really good spiritual practice. Like I would, you know, would meditate like an hour a day. I would frequently do breath work. I've done. Do you pray? I do now my god i pray like for i i I've, I've had to pray for my life so many times and it 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 makes you so humble it, you know it like really puts you down sometimes and you're like oh wow it's um so yeah it's it's kind of like this um yeah that that's the same thing it's like i i didn't have a relationship to god or whatever that was i was like i'm not religious like i don't believe mm. in that and
0: yeah i was like atheists are smart yeah, they yeah yeah they're not fooled by this human control system. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I had, too. I'm I was smart. Like, I'm smart, religion? too. I've seen,
0: the, I've seen the Bill Maher documentary. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because um, – so I'll kind of go back to my experience and kind of tie it all together, like how that how ties that into, like, even, you know, my practice and, and praying and stuff like that is – Um, I was so disconnected from my body that I was also disconnected from all my superpowers or the superpowers that every single human being has and that they don't know. Right. It's like, we all talk about this thing, like, Oh, your intuition or like you can Mm. sense energy. You can see energy. Like all these things are, are so woo woo. Right. And, and people are like, Oh, like I don't believe in that stuff. And I was like, okay, like I think maybe people have certain gifts and I just don't have them. And it wasn't until I started cleansing and detoxing, and really looking also at like, what am I purging, right? Like, I actually, when I got into the liver flushing, um, which is really what was at the root of my IBS, is I found out I had a parasitic infection in my liver, and I flushed out. It had
0: to be parasites, yeah. right? For it to be liver yeah. and yeah. the root of IBS, I'm like, that's parasites for sure.
1: Yeah. So I flushed out yeah. like 500 liver flukes at a time in in my flushes. Yeah, it was it was gnarly. I've never seen anything like it. It was. Uh,
0: how much do you weigh? Do you mind me asking?
1: Um, right now, I'm probably like 125, 130.
0: Okay. So you're not like a big human. You no. probably don't have a huge liver.
1: No, probably not. Yeah.
0: How, I mean, your liver had to be riddled.
1: It It was. Yeah. So I now really look at like when people come to see me, like what symptoms they're experiencing. And nine out of 10 times, I'm like, there's some some sort of liver congestion here. And it's actually, for me, what I saw um, is when I was actually releasing the, you know, the flukes, like I've done multiple liver flushes and I'm so present with the experience and I'm like actually feeling them leave my liver. Like it was like, mm. because you're in a fasted state and I could feel more. And I had the DMT release, I was actually able to feel all my organs from the inside out. It was a wild experience. Like I was, Whoa. I've only had that in ayahuasca before, but like I could actually feel into my organs and actually feel into the nerves. And I was aware of them and I You were just
0: doing it in your mind, or you were you palpating also? No,
1: I was just laying down. I was just having my eyes closed. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, I could actually go into the organ and feel what was happening. And um it's crazy because you know, when we really think about like everything is energy or everything is vibration, parasites are like the lowest vibration that you can possibly have, right? It's like they're they're parasitic, they're in our bodies, and so when we're loaded with parasites or when we're loaded with toxins and heavy metals, it's like our frequency, our vibration goes down so much. Even if you don't believe in energy and all that stuff, it's still, it's like, it's weakening your body. It's weakening your energetic fields.
0: And I think they can only really get a foothold if our energetic frequency has already been lower. Absolutely. So I think part of what initiates it, I'm going to use more code words and people that follow can follow and people that don't don't. But I think initially a lot of the Vs that are given to very small humans with undeveloped immune systems, especially if they've had a C-section and, and that sort of thing, the, the 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 adjuvants and metals and toxins in there overwhelm the system and then lower its vibration because now it's been it's been exposed to a toxin, multiple toxins, right? Then you see parasites and parasitic infections get a foothold. And this combination of metals and microbes that are largely parasitic overwhelm a small child and we see these skyrocketing rates of ASD. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times it will last a lifetime if nothing is done to address it. I'm working with a guy now who's 60 and he is convinced that he was V damaged at age five and has one leg that is a lot longer than the other because of it, because he had, he had crazy knee swelling and hip swelling on the side of the shorter leg after a V. So we got to explore parasites with him at almost 60 years old because he's never done a parasitic cleanse because it's widely ignored by our whole system. Is any of this make sense? I don't want to go on tangents, but like, I think it's a big thing that like, Cows, livestock, dogs, all these animals are dewormed. And yet for many people, obviously not people like you and I and a lot of our listeners, but for many people, they're like, well, I don't spend a lot of time in third world countries. How could I I have a parasite? (laughs) You know, it's like all of us probably have parasites. The question is, is it overwhelming your system? Was your body so run down and, and low in electricity that a parasitic infection could then get a foothold. You know, you you were in chronic fight or flight, fight, flight, free, freeze, chronic sympathetic dominance. So now you had no stomach acid production. And then these microbes that nor- would normally get sterilized by stomach acid production and enzyme production are able to start to flourish and you get small intestinal bacterial overgrowth and dysbiosis and parasites and it gets in the liver and, you know, they find new places to go. I think that's happening epidemically and we have a medical system where doctors are not corrupt i think they're doing the best they can they're following protocols they've got these stupid protocols that are written by insurance companies that we have a we have a systemic problem of of i don't i don't necessarily and look this might not be your opinion and that's okay but i don't think some of the powers that be that create these rules the the people that you would say doctors serve are interested in solving this problem. They may, they may even be interested in people not realizing that parasites are a big problem.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's, it's like, it's, I mean, that's what you see, right? It's like a whole, it's a whole problem. And like, they, they just use science to actually debunk what's actually true. (laughs) You you,
0: you overwhelm a nervous system with information (laughs) and words they don't use. It would be like, like right now it's okay cuz we're talking this way but if i was there and i got all up in your face and uh, it would overwhelm you and you'd be like this guy's way too intense and you'd shut down that's what doctors do to people with all these words they've never heard mm-hmm. and then and then you throw in the c word if
1: I would, they get, oh, heaven I know. forbid
0: they get that and oh, then they I know. shut down and yeah. they go save me yeah
1: yeah save me it's, white it's, coat man it's crazy <laughs> and like to go in and even deeper layer when it comes to, you know, like having an already weak environment, like we know, or we're starting to understand, you know, what, what damages the system on like a physical level, but we have mm-hmm. no idea yet what damages the level or the body on an emotional level. I want to
0: hear about that. Cause you brought that up for sure.
1: Yeah. So, um, I, I never had a clue until I, you know, I got a little bit into like Chinese medicine and they, they talk about how every organ has a certain emotion that it can store. And so the liver mm. is actually associated with anger. So mm. um, according to Chinese medicine, but also to, to a lot of systems, I'm actually a trained um, emotional release facilitator. So I work with actually getting into the body and like exploring the emotions that are present. And so what I'm seeing a lot is that people that have anger issues... And anger issues doesn't mean oh it's it's someone with a short temper. Anger issues is actually ninety nine percent of the world's because we're unable to healthily express our anger, um, so we just suppress it, right? It's like oh I'm not an angry person. Well, we should all be angry sometimes. I'm a nice know. guy. Exactly. It's like that. what do you mean right? I'm a nice guy? It's <laughs> yeah. like no,
0: that you're 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 sidestepping. You're not being yeah. congruent. You
1: yes. Know? Yeah. And so, you know, I I found myself to be one of those people. It's like I was such a people pleaser and I felt Mm -hmm. like, oh, if I'm just always a nice girl, then everyone will like me. And so I it was like my worst fear to express anger. So now I'm shoving down all these emotions. Right. I'm not feeling them. I'm pushing them down. Mm -hmm. Think about what my liver energetically is going through. Like I'm not able to express my anger. I'm not able to feel my anger. So how like what household you grow up in? actually has a huge impact on your nervous system and your nervous system completely determines your health it can com- you know it determines the health of like all your organs as well so if if you know you're in a household where maybe your your parents were like oh you can't be angry or like oh stop crying you're not able to express your your sadness or your anger because they just can't hold it because they're did you simply- feel that Absolutely. I mean, I think I think we all feel it to some extent. Like even the if you Dutch the Dutch aren't rest.
0: the Dutch aren't known for being very emotionally expressive.
1: We're not. We're not actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's true. I mean,
0: I'm, I'm I Italian t- and Greek, so everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, "Take it easy, bro." <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I th- I think it's it's not even. I mean, yes, partially culturally, but I also just think that you know, unless even right now like let's say you you know you have like consciously have a kid and you're doing all your your work and your trauma work like you're still going to traumatize your chi- your children right in one way or another like it's i have it not
0: w- traumatized my dog that was like okay, my, 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 my he's <laughs> 5 years old 5 years old mini golden doodle like my big thing is like my my vision for Kumba that's his name was i want him to like only know love Aww. and i don't know if that's possible But I want to try, and I don't want to traumatize my dog.
1: Yeah. yeah. And he
0: now gets around strangers, and he'll roll over on his belly, and he'll do this, like, you know, spread eagle everything out. He's completely vulnerable because he's never had anyone, you know, the worst. I've accidentally stepped on him sometimes.
1: Right. So you've still traumatized him.
0: (laughs) Totally. He, like, wouldn't hang out with me the whole day. And I was like... (laughs) I was like, it was a total mistake, bro. But it, it's such a big undertaking, especially with humans too, where there's
1: yeah, they're
0: they're not as pleasing as as say a yeah. mini golden doodle that just right. wants to like do everything right, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, with the emotions, it's just difficult. And then, you know, we grow up in a society where, like you said, it's it's more normal to not feel your emotions than to express them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to be the one that's just crying in the back of class, because, oh, you got a memory in your head, and you just feel like crying, you need to express it. It's like, oh, no, I have to act like everyone else is mm-hmm. acting. And um, so there is so much going on in the body. And, you know, the fascia, we now know, actually, holds and stores emotions. So if we have no way of expressing it and expressing emotion, like, I don't know if people, you know, that listen to your show get a lot of body work done, for example, but I'm sure that everyone that gets body work done sometimes are like, oh, wow, I felt so many emotions come up because we're actually unraveling some of the emotions if you Mm -hmm. get the right type of body work done.
0: What's up guys, Anthony here. And I have a biohack that I think you'll find interesting so some things that are important to me are structuring my water revitalizing it making sure it's of course clean you know you can't have fluoride or chlorine or anything in there that's going to cause oxidative stress or destroy your gut microbiome but once you have clean water we need to energize it or structure it and the way that i do this is a device called the soma vedic now The research that's been done on these devices is really exciting. So you guys have probably seen those videos uh, back in the day about the effect of different energies and words on water, where if you spoke to water using words like love and gratitude and peace and compassion, the water, when frozen and looked at under uh, various types of microscopes, took on a crystalline, almost snowflake-like structure. They partnered with the Masaru Moto Institute and found that the Soma Vedic has the same effect. But it goes a lot further. They've also found that when we are exposed to wireless electricity, our blood starts to it hypercoagulates it becomes thicker the electrons around red blood cells that keep our blood flowing freely we start to lose them and the red blood cells stick together and that's where you can experience brain fog fatigue cardiovascular issues it can increase your risk of all chronic and degenerative diseases and the soma also has been shown to restore healthy blood flow and actually put some of these electrons back into your body so that your red blood cells flow more easily and effortlessly throughout your circulatory system. If you guys are interested in checking out the Soma Vedic, you can go to somavedic.com. We have a biohacks discount code set up for you, and I think you'll love it. Can I put one thing in here, and then you'll continue with yes. exactly where you're at with biowork Because I know you do that, and I want to hear more. Like you touched on that you do this emotional release, and I want to hear more about that because... My friend Max um, Max Major on Instagram and, and TikTok, he's like one of the best illusionists and mentalists and hypnotists on the planet, in my opinion. And he, we were hanging out at this mastermind at Pirates Cove with Russell Brunson and a bunch of people. And he had his masseuse come in that was like seven feet tall, 300 pounds. He looked like something out of a movie. Apparently he was the masseuse for Cirque du Soleil and everything. And um, Max has been doing body work with him every week. And I came in at the tail end of one of Max's sessions with this guy. He's just being contorted into like a human pretzel. And what I saw happen was he found that a rib was loose in Max. And he's like, "Are do you give me permission to move your rib back into place? It's out of place. Now, Max, Max, was dealing with some questions about a certain relationship in his life. And he was wondering if he was coming at it from a place of love or a place of fear. It was a place of fear, but my job is also not to lead him to a decision. He's got to come to that decision on his own. You know, him and I talked a lot about it and there was a lot of love for this person, but he was also experiencing a lot of fear that was preventing him from maybe doing what he felt in his heart he needed to do. So this giant of a man repositions his rib and like pops it back into place. And Max starts crying and he feels this massive release. It's not a pain. He felt all the fear he'd been hanging on to in his life dissipate. And he was then free. And he was able to see in that moment how much he'd been locked in by fear thinking patterns. And he's like, it had never been more clear what I needed to do, but it was physiologically tied to blockages and imbalances in my body. So please continue with your story. And then also tie in like your experiences with energetic and emotional release and how you've, I think a lot of people resonate with growing up in households where they weren't allowed to express themselves. And, and, and you're saying you can move through that if you are intentional and create the right environment for yourself and have the tools yeah
1: yeah so to kind of go on you know on from what you're sharing is what if we looked at the body as just a canvas of what's going on inside so the body is really just showing us or trying to tell us what's going on inside so every imbalance every dis-ease every everything. And I know a a lot of people like to argue with this. They're like, yeah, but this and but environmental and but mold, right. Or but parasites. And, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a yes. And because the body is, it's, it's us, it's our instrument. And when, you know, it's, it's complete, like so many of these things are psychosomatic. So for example, if there is, if there is stress, if there's trauma and it stores in a muscle and that muscle holds for long enough, this is where we get like calcium or you know with like things that are that are not into the right place like this is where we see calcification this is where we see um things that eventually lead to more serious health issues so people with like back problems right like anything related to the spine it's tension and the tension is linked to an emotion or it's linked to a memory or it's linked to a trauma that is stored there so everything that holds water everything that hold that has Fascia can hold memory. So it's about unlocking the memory and releasing it. And this is why body work, like what you're saying, is so powerful because through the force of this man, the trauma was released and he literally feels the release. Like it's, it's like you can feel it as like you're, you know, first of all, you're flooding with endorphins, um, but you're also actually seeing sometimes very clearly the patterns or you're seeing the memories or you're seeing, you're feeling what it's related to and the emotions coming up and coming out. So he, um, he like
0: embodied that he has been so afraid, Yes, but he couldn't see it before.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. It was like your the mind mirror is so got clever got turned. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and our, our, our subconscious mind is so clever and it will always or i mean it's mostly our ego right it's so clever and it's like it's putting up all these walls and it's not allowing us to see our blind spots and so we're very lucky if we have friends and and people around us that mirror us our blind spots but sometimes we have to go through a a, a trauma physically right like the body being forced back into place and then all of a sudden we're able to see what's going on there. Um, And you know, some people use plant medicines to do that and to act as a mirror and to be like, oh wow, I get to look at my shit now. Um, But I believe that we don't necessarily need plant medicines. We can actually go there um, from these places. And so with emotional release work um, and what I have noticed myself, for example, in so many like body work sessions, emotional- How do you
0: describe, like if you're at a cocktail party and someone says, what's emotional release work, what do you say?
1: Yeah. so. It's a blend of um, psychosomatics and um, psychology. Too dollars words. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> so okay, so it's basically what is what's psychosomatics? Yeah. So soma means the body. So it's it's how the the psyche relates to the body and how it can create things, right? So it's for example. When people say, "Oh, your symptoms are psychosomatic," that means that if you're starting to think, "I'm panicking," "I'm panicking," the body will create a panic attack. So Which that happens.
0: Is, that happens. Right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I had it this morning. So. <laughs> so
0: um, I'm not only the president. Uh, I'm also yeah. a client. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, so, so yeah, that's kind of like how you know, like the mind and body are completely intertwined, and just like you know, the mind and gut are inter- intertwined. It's like everything. It's a constant communication. So people that say like, oh, I I have gut issues or I have anxiety. I always look at like, well, how, how are your minerals? How are your, you know, like, do you have parasites? All these things because it's direct connection to our minds and the other way around. If we think fear thoughts, our bodies respond as if there is fear. So... Um, when there's trauma happening or when there is a perceived threat, our bodies respond with fear and they can hold on to that fear and repeat the trauma loop or the fear cycle. There's, and there's so, almost
0: no difference. It's, there's, it's, yeah, there's no difference. It's, it's, I would get, I'd love to know the statistic. We'll never know. But if you were to think, okay, for every traumatic event that a human experiences, they relive it a thousand times. I wouldn't be surprised if it's something like that especially if that tra- traumatic event was young when they were very young.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so according to, um, okay, so the emotional release works. So it uses that, then it uses um, sim- a lot of symbolism and a lot of like um, psychology. It uses a some sort of body work. So it's it's like the trigger point activation, for example, right? Like when we feel the tension actually activating it so that it mm-hmm. now becomes, so activated that the body responds with an emotion. It's almost like when you get enough pain, you'll start crying. Right. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you have trigger point activation and then there's breath work because if we don't express the emotion and if we hold it in, like, I don't know if you've ever gotten like, um, massages done where you're like, "Mm, Oh my God, that kind of hurts. Right. And oh yeah, it's it's actually torturous. Yeah. And if you don't express it, so if you're not like, ha, like a full Mm -hmm. expression of the pain, the pain can not go anywhere. So it's, it's,
0: it's t- it's it's terrible. I actually yeah. had to start screaming, which yeah. I didn't like. Yeah. You know, I'm in I'm in this room alone with a guy in Florida and I'm like ah! but it was yeah. the only way. It's Otherwise, only way. you can't power through it.
1: No. And that's the body's form of releasing this energetic release that needs to come out, right? Like if mm-hmm. if if we have if we're activating something, it needs to go somewhere. And mm-hmm. if we're holding it in, the muscles actually become more tight. So I I, I used to like, oh, I'm like, oh, just get deep tissue massages, hold it all in, not express anything. Two days later, I I had more pain than before. (laughs) So um, that's the idea. Like we use breath work and expressive breath to really move the energy that's coming up. And then we use a lot of guided visualization techniques. So we go into the body, we explore um, what sensations are present and we reconnect the mind to the body. And so Now we can actually go into the organs. We can go into um, a lot of people that have, for example, gut issues, IBS. 90% of the time that I have a client that comes to me with constipation or IBS and we do an emotional release on their belly on this area, they have a perfect bowel movement the next day because it's, it's like the emotions that are stored there and the tension that is in all the teeny muscles around, you know, the large and the small intestine it's holding, it's holding on to something. And so then we can actually look at what does each organ mean? And for example, the large intestine means holding on. So if you're someone that's like holding on to a relationship or it's it's always holding on to like, oh my God, like please don't leave me, then the body has that same response. So that's kind of how um how the emotional release work, it's it's so powerful. So there's people that come in with like, symptoms that they've had for 10 plus years and they leave a completely different human being just by feeling their emotions and expressing them.
0: So is this something that could could someone because constipation again related to I mean magnesium deficiency is epidemic and and a lot of people aren't getting enough fiber because their digestion is a wreck and a lot of fiber causes gas bloating constipation diarrhea so there's there's a lot of factors involved but like if someone knows they're constipated they know that they're hanging on too tight that like they have trouble surrendering and letting go is this something that they could do to themselves like could they could could you take someone verbally through a process of relaxing and and going into parasympathetic and massaging their Large intestine or small intestine, maybe if you can expand on that.
1: Yeah. So it's actually something that can be done completely online. So um, every, the thing is, I, I'm actually in the process of figuring out if there's a way to kind of, I think there is a way to like generalize it in terms of like, okay, there's like just a guided version of it that you can download and play if you have that. But for so many people that have been disconnected from their bodies for, you know, 10, 20 plus years. The process will look really different. Like I'm so in touch with my body and my emotions that I'll be right there. I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm feeling that. I'm seeing it. I'm moving it. Like I can, I can visualize it. But for people that are like, like oh wow, like connecting to my breath and to my body, like I have never done that. It's obviously you know like a slower process. Um, and, but yeah, I I personally think that yes, you know we have all the deficiencies and all the supplements and things like that, but like 9 out of 10 times the supplements work for a while and then the the problem comes back because it's actually not it's even when you look at it on an even deeper level like where the de- the deficiencies come from like yes we're living in a world where you know there's we're magnesium deficient we're blasted with EMFs we're like our food is lacking nutrients but i still see people that are emotionally so Doing so well that are fasting a lot, that are really connected to themselves, mm-hmm. and I test intracellularly. I do a lego scan so I can see like intracellular oh, levels. Yeah, um, that. and their levels come back perfect. So, you know, it's it, like they're not taking supplements. They're kind of eating whatever. So I do think that a lot of it is also related to like how, how the emotions and how your spiritual connection is, and and just. I I just think it's time that we look at things as a holistic view, essentially.
0: Do you know Jeff Leone?
1: Yeah, he's he's my friend. He introduced me to Oligos Gantt.
0: Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's my boy. We've gone deep sea fishing and kayaks in Florida and everything. And and we talk about the world and all that. And like when I was building a, a conscious community in North Carolina, him and his family had invested in it and yeah, we're, we're, oh, we're good friends. So you mentioned the Oglio scan and I know that yeah. that he's, I think his dad started the company or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Correct. And um, I've been wanting to do it, but he's, I mean, he's a G and he's fucking awesome. He's a, a, a brave and courageous guy. And even I think Mercola gave him a shout out at um, the Bulletproof conference. He's like, I met this guy, Jeff. He's like the healthiest person here.
1: You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, I he, saw hunts, that.
0: he hunts all his own meat. <laughs> You know, he's, he's gotten really big into, into all those things. And, uh, my buddy and I have been talking about wanting to go on a hunt with him. Um, but for those of you guys, he's, he's Jeff L I O O N. And, uh, we're talking about the Oglio scan, which is, or Oligo O L I G O. Um, and their, their IG is the Oligo scan. Um, and he's got the, Jeff's got the intracellular podcast too. I mean, while we're shooting out Instagram things, what's yours so people can follow you and stay up to yeah. date on what, what you're working <laughs> on We're like rapid firing, uh, IG absolutely, handles. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh,
1: it's just my first dot last name. So it's Eva dot hoofed. So. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, so let's see, where were we? I think let's, let's tie it all back to actually the cleanse and the liver flushes and how it all t- ties, ties back together. Um, so with really like my health journey and like to where i am now is i started doing a ton of liver flushes after i kind of was on my first journey and um it's crazy because you see people getting li- like gallstones out that are like the size of a golf ball like quarters to a golf ball and then i just i sometimes i wonder i'm like okay so how could this even be in a body like how how is this possible um
0: we're pretty resilient
1: yeah seriously <laughs> I know it's, it's pretty crazy and yeah. it's like one thing that that I always like to tell people um because this is one thing that really changed for me you know another we're, we're occasionally like to enjoying our glass of wine is mm. that and I
0: know I finished mine
1: nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know when I was 18 I never would get a hangover and then I was like early 20s, and I started really getting like so hungover. And I was like, how is this possible? And I didn't realize that actually, you know, it's all tied to your liver health. I mean, obviously, but so when I started getting into liver flushing, I never would get hangovers anymore.
0: But people don't think like, oh, maybe I have parasites, or maybe, you know, and and they don't even know what to do about that. So can we talk a little bit more? Because like, I've got one of these Zen cleanses, like in my (laughs) because you got me all excited about it with I I, I love things that are effective for mucoid plaque yeah and especially things that condense time and help get more of this this gunk out of our bodies so that our digestion and and absorption and assimilation goes up so can you talk a little bit about like are you affiliated with them do you have a discount code um and, and, and why should I get that
1: yeah, so I am I am affiliated with them. Um, discount code is just my first and last name. Um, so why this company specifically? So I have actually, I mean, like I said, I've done a lot of research on like similar products, because I mean, obviously it's an investment, right? Like for the kit, you you pay probably like five fifty to five eighty, depending on the um, like it's in Taiwanese dollars. So it shows up kind of different sometimes, but mm-hmm. I was like, okay, is there a way to do this like budget style? I was, I was aware of like the Andreas Moritz protocols, stuff like that with in terms of liver flushing.
0: That's what I've done that a number of times.
1: Yeah. So in my experience, this is a lot gentler on it's well on one end, it's a lot more gentle on the body because it's actually feeding the body with enzymes. So you're getting all your nutrients while you're cleansing. Um, you're also not taking Epsom salts, all that stuff, which in my, you know, it can be kind of hard on the kidneys and adrenals, um, and then, um, the enzymes are fermented for three years. So the way that they have their facility set up is that they have continuous Buddhist music playing. So the it's actually like the vibration of the enzymes is kept so high. And
0: oh, you're saying while well, they manufacture them?
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, it's all according to like Buddhist and, and Chinese medicine tradition. So it's it's really nice in that sense of like it's super high quality. It's triple test, Like it's all third party tested. Um, like free of heavy metals. It's all organic ingredients. So you just know that you're getting really good quality. Um, and it's a great start place because a lot of people that get into cleansing, right? Like even liver flushing, which I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of dangers with liver flushing. If you don't do it in the right order, if you don't do it at the right time. So in in terms of like, have you experienced that? Um, personally, no, but I've experienced it with like other people doing it. They switched up the
0: order and it was too intense.
1: Well, yeah. So if you look at it, like, I mean, if you look at your body as like a funnel, right? Like we have to cleanse the colon before, before we can cleanse the liver, because if there's some sort of buildup in the colon and we start flushing out all these toxins and heavy metals and parasites, and there's still this buildup of mucoid plaque and the small intestine, it, it can't go anywhere. So you can actually temporarily make your problems worse and you have a lot of toxins recirculating. You mobilize a
0: ton, but none of it gets eliminated.
1: Yeah. So in my experience, why the Zen cleanse is so effective, at least for for like a first time timer, and then you can go into like, you know, the more budget type, type protocols is because it addresses first the intestines and then the liver, but also because the enzymes are fermented, they work systemically. So they actually penetrate the bloodstream, they get into your lymphatic system, I was sweating out enzymes, like I was getting into a sauna, and like I was getting like black stuff out of my, like out of out of my body, and it's that like, might not
0: be enzymes.
1: No, I know that. Like yeah. it's, no, I know it's not enzymes. <laughs> sweating it out. I, yeah. I just I just know that because it opens up, you know, your lymphatic system and it penetrates the blood bloodstream. I was detoxing a ton, like through my whole body, and so that's why I think it's so powerful because it. It's not just addressing the organs, but it also works systemically. And it's um, I can actually give you an example that is pretty cool for this this client I had a while ago, and she had a rare type of stage four liver cancer. So she actually had to get cleared, you know, before doing the cleanse from her doctors and all that um, on all the ingredients, But then she was. And so we did the first five days of the cleanse, which is just the mucoid plaque cleanse, and then five days of enzyme fasting. And she saw tumor shrinkage within a week. And it's like significantly and like all of her, um, like all of her numbers decreased. And so it was, it's just so cool to see, you know, that obviously fasting does that and it helps that, but adding the additional enzyme component that actually works to like break down cystic tissue, um, you know.
0: So are we talking like proteolytic and systemic enzymes like seropeptase and natokinase or lumbrokinase? What are we talking with enzymes?
1: Yeah, so these are just fermented fruits and vegetables. So technically okay. they're not, not—they're not. but because they're fermented for such a long time, according to the company, at least, they act systemically in the body. So they are able to penetrate the bloodstream and um, and essentially like work systemically, which is very interesting because I'm aware of those enzymes as well. And I've kind of like dabbled with them. I know people have great results with them in terms of like breaking up, um, like fibroids and stuff like that. But I also see that with these enzymes. So it must have similar effects. Yeah.
0: There's, um, I'm also curious. Cause like, so I, I do most mornings I'll do binders immediately upon waking up. And a lot of our clients I put on them too, because it's, it's just, we're all exposed to toxins and rather than, I, I don't want to like. Perpetuate this trauma loop where I'm like, it's in your water and it's in your food and it's in the crotch of your Lululemon pants and it's in (laughs) the air. And you know what I mean? It's just like, you just traumatize people. So it's easier to be like, let's ABD, let's always be detoxing. And then we don't have to become like hypochondriacs about the fact that everything can make us sick. Let's focus on the fact that we're resilient as fuck. And sweat regularly, poop regularly, put clean food into you that you know where it comes from and, and all those things. But I'm doing these binders every morning. I I've, I've done the Andreas Moritz stuff a bunch of times. Like would someone like me release more mucoid plaque, would I have a psychedelic experience from fermented enzymes like that's what I want to know before I pull the trigger.
1: Yeah, if I well, pull the trigger. <laughs> for sure. So, um yes in terms of the mucoid plaque like this is like the most intense cleanse you'll ever do in terms of getting the mucoid plaque out um i mean i don't really know too much about your history how many of your own versions of mucoid plaque cleanses you've done like there is a point where you're not obviously you know like i did probably six intestinal cleanses you know like the part of those from zen cleanse mm. and now i'm at a point where like i'm not really re- i'm not releasing more than Mostly the product and like some mm-hmm. waste, but it's not like really what it was in the beginning. Which would make um, sense. Yeah,
0: diminishing returns yeah. should happen unless the product is congealing and, and yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like a unless very science elaborate. is right.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, you definitely will. And then in terms of you know stone releasing, if you prep really well, you know, th- you know, if you if you prep with like malic acid, um, mm. if you want to take you know, a couple of days of like having more apple juice or um, apple cider vinegar, like that tends to work well. I like to take um, this tincture called Jin Guan Kao. It's gold coin grass, but then obviously it's the the Chinese tincture that works well in breaking up kidney stones, but also mm. liver stones, in my opinion. Um, there's people that take chanca Piedra what, 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 before. Yeah,
0: I was gonna ask you about Chanka Piedra.
1: Um, I, so I actually haven't dabbled with chanca Piedra too much because I, um, I have some adrenal issues mm-hmm. right now and it can be really, it can be a lot on the kidneys and therefore on the adrenals. So mm-hmm. I personally haven't dabbled with that one too much, but people have great results with it. So if you're someone that's not sensitive, um, you can definitely try that out as well in terms of liver prep.
0: And more relevant for people that have had kidney stones and that sort of thing, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or like,
0: yeah, which can, anyway, yeah. any tangent, more tangents.
1: Yeah. And I mean, really what the cleanse is good is, for as well, because it's seven days, like what you're doing is you're completely alkalizing your body. Um, also if you know, are, there are people out here, I, I like to always get all the data. So I wore, um, a continuous glucose monitor while I've, I was doing this cleanse multiple times. And so, um, I actually went from like a fasting glucose of about like 80 before the cleanse. I also know I was kind of like on and off. And then after five days I went to, like 60 to 75 or 60 to 70 fasting glucose continuous. Like it was like insane. And I I had the same thing with like a type two diabetic client as well, who went from like 20 units of insulin to seven after just one week. So it's really good. in just like resetting metabolism, um, lowering, you know, your, your blood sugar.
0: Yeah. I, there's, there's absolutely something to MP and, it contributes to a lot of chronic and degenerative conditions. Probably, probably the blood sugar, as you just mentioned, it's got to impact circulatory health and the heart, cardiorespiratory fitness, neurodegenerative disease. If you're not absorbing a lot of your food, and everything, mental health, of course, how could it not? You know, so very cool. So, if someone was listening to this and they wanted to to take action, is is getting something like the Rainbow Cleanse the best place to start, or is there for someone like me, like let's say I look, I looked at the rainbow cleanse. And I'm like, I don't want to spend five hundred bucks, but mm-hmm. I want to release MP. Is there yes. another option or no?
1: Yeah, so they have the the one cleanse, which is just the intestinal portion. Um, I think that's what probably like two thirty, two two twenty five, two thirty, mm-hmm. um, and that's just the one day. Um, if mm. you're going to go that route, I would suggest like juice cleansing for like two days after, just to keep your body into autophagy and just to you know like. Really allow the body to go through the process of releasing the mucoid plaque. Yeah. I'm sorry, MP. (laughs) You can cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah.
0: Okay. But does the rainbow cleanse will release more?
1: Yeah. Just it, I mean, more, not necessarily, right? It's like it's the, so the rainbow essentially is the one day intestinal and the one day liver combined with. Enzymes in between. So you're not going to release more, but you are, you know, you're going to be in autophagy for quite some time. And
0: when did you um, have a psychedelic experience and from which part of it?
1: Um, <laughs> I've had it multiple times. I usually get it around day three or four. So, you know, you've been fasting for a few days. I, I don't do it as a full fast. Like even if I'll have like little bits of fruit and, um, juice, I, for sometimes, for some reason I still stay in autophagy, mm-hmm. my, you know, my metabolism super fast. Um,
0: you're like a hummingbird.
1: So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so what I, what I like to do at night, because, you know, it's, When you're in fasted states, obviously you get to that state a lot faster of like having the psychedelic experiences. So like if you're just going to be on technology the whole time of the cleanse, like you're kind of wasting your time, you know? So what I like to do- I've never
0: heard of anyone saying they had a psychedelic DMT experience while scrolling Instagram.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what I mean. It's, you know, people are like, Oh, I don't feel anything. I'm like, well, what are you doing all day watching Netflix? I'm like, okay, great. Great. Um, so I mean, I don't know if you have a biomed or if you do, but like do. that really elevates the experience for me, like just yeah. putting it on a low frequency and just like, because you're so sensitive, you can really start to feel, you know, it move through your body. Um, and I like to just do breath work, meditation. Sometimes it is like, I'll do emotional release work on myself. And the easiest way to do emotional release work for people that are new to this, um, which is kind of like the version that I did before I even knew about emotional release work, is you just lay down and you just focus on the sensations that are happening in the body. So um, there's always going to be one area of your body that's going to call for more of your attention. And so I know what it just, is. Yeah. Okay, so that's usually okay. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe you're, maybe you're someone that's so tapped in.
0: I was totally being, in, being a creep. Okay, no, joking. I got it. <laughs> I got
1: it. Uh, but yeah, so so that's going to change every time. So like, you kind of just go through a body scan. You do some breaths. You just relax, and then there's, you just kind of focus on your your body as a whole, and then you notice that there's maybe one area that feels more dense, or you feel some sensation, or you feel like tingling or tightness. So it could just be as simple as like oh it's it's my shoulder it kind of hurts you know it's been hurting kind of all week okay so now this is where you're going to focus on and then you're just going to you're just going to witness what's happening as you focus all your awareness on that area and so maybe you want to send in some breath just be present with it and really the key to emotional release is just unconditional presence so we're not trying to change anything we're not trying to judge whatever is happening but we're just observing what's happening in this area of the body. And then what I like to do is I kind of like to give it a form or kind of see like, oh, does it feel hot or cold? Does it have a specific beginning or an end? Is it a ball shape? Is it you know, a triangle, like whatever it is. And then you're gonna start to observe it. And then eventually what you can do when you get so clear on what it is, and this is because you're so focused, you usually get deep into a meditative state here. And you can start to ask it questions you can say okay what emotion is associated with this and then you can kind of go like is it anger no that doesn't really resonate is it fear oh wow it's fear and then you kind of go deeper into the fear and you breathe into it and you relax into it and then it's like okay well is it associated with a specific memory and sometimes you don't really know okay and then is it associated with a male or a female person and you can really start to break it down and get into this this emotion that's present
0: Guys, um, it's your mom. Women, it's your dad. I'm just
1: kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 90% of the time it's my dad. So
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit of a cheat code that plays uh, yeah, the yeah, Pareto yeah. principle.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me save you some time.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, it's the emotion. Well, like, do you feel like, you know, you can express that emotion? So then it's it's about like, if that emotion had a sound, what what sound would it make? And so you're just like, breathing and you're just like expressing and this is obviously nice if you have a space where you don't have neighbors that are like oh my god someone's being murdered next door um
0: we very much enjoying themselves all right <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sorry i was doing emotional release work uh, yeah, thank yeah. you very much though for your concern <laughs> have a lovely day here's your mail
1: <laughs> yeah no no but you know you know what the crazy thing is actually um a lot of men specifically have a lot of repressed like um like sexual energy, because it's not like, we're not able to express that in a healthy way because it's like, oh, like, don't talk about it. You know, don't mm-hmm. talk about your sensuality. It's, it's like, it's bad. So, you know, our parents don't tell us about it so we can't express it. And so now we're ashamed of it and we feel guilty when we do express it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so there's actually a lot of work that needs to be done there. And that um when I was at the retreat, like the facilitator retreat, we saw so much of that and we had, we actually had to learn like how to hold space for that because there's so many people that will come to you and that will actually feel a lot of guilt and shame in their body and hold on to that. And it's all related to our sexual organs because we're actually not able to express that in a healthy way.
0: There has been so much conversation around this recently, even with one of my friends that I won't name cause she didn't give me permission to, but she has said like the more we've talked about things the more she said, I think a lot of what I experience with my health is repressed sexuality and lack of connection in that area that when done in the right context can be very liberating and healthy and freeing. Obviously not if you're like Tinder lifestyle or whatever, not passing judgment, just it's going to be harder to 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 get to there. But she's like, I think the more I reflect on it, the more I feel like that's a big part of it. And she's like, you know, my dad, my dad was so repressed and this and that. And she told me stories about her dad coming home and like getting frisky with her mom in the kitchen. I'm like, your dad doesn't sound that repressed. I'm like, what's going on with that? I'm I'm, I'm like, who, who made you feel like you had to be so repressed? Because your parents expressed themselves physically in front of you, not like watch girl, but you know what I mean? Like they weren't shameful about it or Catholic guilt about it. Yeah. It's just wild how we put these things on ourselves, too.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it it starts in high school, right? It's like slut shaming and like, oh, my God, like you can't sleep. Right. It's like almost like for guys, there's this hype around like, oh, you know, the more girls that you sleep with, the better. And then for girls, it's like completely slut slut shaming them. Mm. But even with guys, there is this whole like performance thing about it, right? It's like, well, if you don't, then you're you're not good enough or, you know, you have to shame you. You have to be ashamed for that and so then there's this pressure and then there's a lot of that creates a lot of shame around it like oh if i don't perform well then everyone's going to talk about me and so now there's shame around sexuality again Mm -hmm. so it's it's there's just so much wrong (laughs) in our culture when it comes to that and yes you know when no one really knows how to hold space for it because it's such a sensitive topic because people are like oh like we can't hold that right like what if someone gets an erection during an emotional release session well, mm. well, so, so oh, what, right. so yeah. what, like, yeah. how do you, it's, it, there's actually ways to to deal with that in a healthy way. And people mm-hmm. think that they always need to act on a sexual impulse, but maybe it's just the energy moving and it's maybe, It's very interesting.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of guys that, and, and I experienced this for a long time, which was, it's that, it's a, a lust response rather than a curiosity response a, a, an appreciation of beauty response, there's a difference. There's like, the, the lust response is a taking of energy. It's vampiric, and that's what I would say is societally normal, the norm, right? And, and then the other thing is, is more appreciation and caring and compassion and an interest in the other person's experience, even above your own, but it's it's a, another level of personal development because you can get to a lot of places with books and courses and that sort of thing, and then we get into – relation with another person and all of a sudden you're a fucking teenager again
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah, like yeah. all that
0: you know all the things that you'd work through get thrown out yeah. the window and yeah. you know you're you're embarrassed and you're shy and you're bashful and like what if i don't this or what if you yeah, know it's yeah. wild and then it's a whole it's a whole nother level yeah. but i'm glad that people are taking an interest in it and noticing energetic patterns that are not in the best interests of the people that they say they care about or interact with in, in, in their life. Um, even, a woman was even telling me that she does or has had men have releases through anal massage and penetration.
1: Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot about that actually.
0: I, I had not and, and I wasn't like, oh, do me. I was, I was more just exploring wh- it. Why not?
1: <laughs> right,
0: right, exactly. I mean, there's there's something there, but I was, you know, I yeah. was wrestling with with certain certain things in my head about that, right? And what what would that mean? You know, but she said guys have gone into full convulsions and crying and emotional things that they experienced in their childhood that were being held there, and it's a thing in the in the tantra community but not, not something that I've explored and could speak on from personal experience. Wink, wink. No, I really haven't. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> uh, so that'd, be, that'd be funny if I was like winking to you on camera, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, I, I
1: have not experienced that. <laughs> and, uh,
0: on audio I'm doing the chef face.
1: <laughs> like, don't
0: say anything. I don't know anything about, it. no, I really don't. Um, okay, cool. So the, the rainbow or the one are both good places for the MP and, um, Anything else that's been really helpful for you from a spiritual perspective? You talked about how you didn't pray, but you do now, or uh, the emotional side of things. You know that that you've had to deal with that you wish you would have known a few years ago, maybe to save yourself some time.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I think it all really starts with um, really just what are people's values, right? And it's it's kind of interesting because we say like we're so disconnected from our emotions, but most people value like being part of a community or having some sort of like societal status. So most of their days are going to be filled up with work. And then after work they see friends or they have to scroll on social media. And so there's really no time allocated to really sit with themselves and to sit with their emotions. And so one of the biggest things that I have noticed is actually when I feel something coming up that I used to numb or used to fill in and in in my Uh, my pattern was, yeah, like, you know, it was mostly dat related, a lot of like abandonment stuff. So I would feel a lot of that come up when I was, um, like a few years younger and then I'm like, okay, I have a lot of guy friends that can fill in that hole, you know, and obviously I'm not conscious of this, but, um, just always having this feeling of like, oh, okay, I'm taking care of someone's going to rescue me. Someone's going to save me. So. Once I started recognizing that pattern, and this is where it's really important, like having the right people around you. So if you don't have a coach or someone that you work with, you know, a therapist, having the right people around you that can actually reflect you back your patterns and say, hey, this is unhealthy. um, Then when you recognize it, instead of like being like, oh, okay, I'll just sit with that and work with it. I like to go fully in it. So sometimes I'm like, I'm I'm an extremist in that sense. And I'm like, "Okay, I feel alone. I'm going to isolate myself for a month and I'm going to really feel into where this is coming from.
0: That's when you go, that's when you Airbnb the cave in the mountain.
1: Yep, exactly. (laughs) I'm I'm like, it's like, okay, I'll I'll leave. I'll leave for a month because, you know, we're, we're, it's so easy to get distracted with life and especially where we're comfortable and where we have our friends and we have things to do. Like who, who wants to make time to say to our friends, like every, like, oh, sorry, I can't hang out. I have to feel my emotions. Like, oh, you know, it's like, it's, it's, They're like, it's, it's feel, hard. Feel
0: your emotions with me at the pump. Yeah, room.
1: exactly. <laughs> no, but like, even, even with the right kind of people, um, you know, like I have a lot of beautiful friendships that I'm really grateful for. And we do have those spaces and we, we do like journey work in, you know, when we're, when we're together, it's like, we're doing psychedelic work, but without the psychedelics, mm-hmm. like we get to the same places. But still, there's a level of connection there and support. And I think that it's really powerful if you get to feel that support from within yourself. And this is where your prayer comes in, because when you hit rock bottom, and I hope no one has to, or not everyone has to get there, um, but... It can
0: be the greatest thing that happens to you, too. It
1: can can be. It can be. In, In my case, it definitely was. But when you are forced down on your knees, right, it's like you literally have have nothing left, then what you'll do is you'll pray because that's the only thing that you can do to get through. And that's when I started recognizing like, oh, wow, like this is what faith is. This is what religion is based on. It's literally like, I don't, I literally don't know what else to do than pray. And I've, I've had to have that moment. Um, like with my physical body, I've had it multiple times this year after I got, um, I got, (laughs) See. Everyone knows what that is. Uh I didn't get the fee though, so but um Good for you. Yeah. I was I got so sick and I got heart like a heart condition after that. And basically Mm. like every single every single night thought I was gonna die and um Mm. my body was like like I had never experienced panic and anxiety before. Was that this. this that was this year? That was this year, yeah. Yeah. I'd never like had any sort of panic or anxiety. I like, I knew what anxiety felt like, but like a full panic attack, like that was not onset by my mind, but actually by my body because something was completely off balance. Um, Yeah, it was just, you know, like going through the face, like the fear of death, like day after day and no one that really understood it and it, it got my body to a level of sensitivity where if I would take magnesium I would get a panic attack. Like that's how sensitive my body was. Yeah. Anything that kind of tempered with like my body and my nervous system, it would completely freak out. And that was going on for months. Um and like on and off. And then obviously like I, I told you I had a near-death experience after taking an ice bath. I was back to full strength, but um, still, you know, like my adrenals have been taken ahead. I've also been detoxing for so long and mm-hmm. sometimes I detox a little too much and I forget to nourish. After. Are you, are
0: you taking like adrenal glandulars?
1: No. Um, I actually, I took peptides during, um, when I got COVID and they actually would onset my heart palpitations. So I, I decided to not work with anything.
0: What peptides um, were you taking?
1: Um, I was taking, let's see. BPC uh,
0: 157.
1: Yeah. BBC, I was thymus and alpha one, mm. thymus and alpha four. It was the thymus and alpha one, I think that, that caused my heart did, palpitations.
0: Did you have Lyme? Uh, no. 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 But sort of like autoimmune stuff going on. That's why you were on the, the thymus and alpha one.
1: Um. No. So the, they said it actually helps with long COVID. Um, so mm. I was having really severe, you know, symptoms and they were kind of like, oh, you know, you can just start taking it. And it would make my problems worse, and it's probably like the idea is. I think that times an alpha one actually thins your blood, and I think that my blood was already so thin from all the detoxing and stuff like that that mm. um, it just kind of freaked out my system a little bit. Um, but yeah, so you know, I'm not I'm not your average case study. I'm like someone that completely responds the opposite right, to yeah. to most things. Um, that would
0: be tough. I'd stop trying stuff. I'd be like, I'm gonna yeah. go in the ocean. For a while, and just so that was, <laughs> lay out in the sun and charge up in the ocean.
1: Yeah, so that was that was really the message. It was like it was really like, what like what are you doing? You know, I, I was going so far into the biohacking, trying every device, trying mm-hmm. every cool supplement, and on the peptides and on these things, and
0: you were playing God.
1: I was playing God and, and God was like, get on your knees and pray. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's literally what it was.
0: I wasn't going to make you do this, Uh, but but you're making me make you do this. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Seriously. And, and it's funny because.
0: You're fucking yourself up. I've done it too. I've done it too. Plenty, you know, I almost wrote a book like years ago called playing God. I thought that was a cool title. And then I'm like, that's the dumbest title ever. I never would have wanted to write that book. I would have been embarrassed. I wrote that book if I did
1: i mean i think that the title is really cool actually
0: it's cool but like a mistake it would it would it would i would encourage and attract the wrong people and actually have an impact be like no let god play god you're not a god
1: see i thought (laughs) i thought the book was going to be playing god and then talking about how you can't play god if
0: if i did it now it would be but (laughs) at the time i thought i was the shit with micromanaging all this stuff that we can't micromanage.
1: Yeah. And I, I was the same way I was, you know, I was getting into all the wormholes of like, Oh my God, we should be like taking iodine and getting on like the copper protocols and all the things. And like, <laughs> you
0: Jeff, know? Jeff got you excited about that one.
1: Yeah. For, <laughs> oh, for sure.
0: He was so pumped about copper. I think yeah. think copper's the shit. It, it's for I some know. people. If for you're low people. in copper.
1: <laughs> and the same thing happened to me, you know, I was like getting like a full blown panic attack about heart palpitations. I'm like, okay, day one copper protocol, not a success. Um, <laughs> But yeah, here's the thing. I think I I honestly think that the answer lies not more into supplements and and like I think the biohacking protocols are all great, but it's all about the foundation that you have. And the foundation should literally be sunlight, good food, like having community, um, meditating, praying, breathwork, whatever you resonate with. And, like, having a connection to yourself, to your emotions, like, that's where it starts. Because if all of those are off, or literally if any of those are off, and your body is in, you know, fight or flight or in a stress state, like, all your detox pathways are shut off anyway. Like, you're not going to detox no matter what supplements you're taking, no matter how long you're going to sit in your sauna, take your binders. Like, it doesn't work. So, for me, it's all, right now, it's all about, like, getting sun, getting my feet on Mm -hmm. the earth, you know, just...
0: So much of it's electromagnetic, especially with these symptoms. I had symptoms of what you were experiencing along with a guy that was renting my extra bedroom. And I told him because of my experience with neurosurgeon Jack Cruz and the things that I've shared about EMF and, and having talked with Arthur Furstenberg, who wrote The Invisible Rainbow, I was like, if these symptoms don't change, we need to consider that it could be electromagnetic. It could be related to our environment. We need to go to different places that are away from any 5g infrastructure, any power lines, you know, they'd put up high voltage power lines. He ends up going to the hospital. We're like this for like five weeks. We were doing hundreds of thousands of milligrams of intravenous vitamin C, all of these different protocols where if if it was like an actual microbe causing it, that it would have been addressed. He goes to the hospital, calls me two days later, he's staying at his brother's house and he goes, get out of the house. He's like, I'm already feeling better where there had been no improvement for five weeks. I rent an Airbnb at a whole other part of town, right on the water, away from everything. And within 20 hours, I start feeling normal again for the first time in weeks. A week later, I decide I'm like, I'm going to go test the house again. I go back to my house. Within a couple hours, I'm lightheaded, dizzy. I'm grabbing the counter. I've got pulse oximeters. I'm checking my blood oxygen saturation, and it's below 90. It's like 88 and 89, which can happen if you're being electrically poisoned. You know, it affects your hemoglobin's ability to carry oxygen and a whole bunch of other things. I get in the car. I'm like, I got to get out of here. I grabbed my puppy, grabbed a bag, got in the car, took off again. I felt normal again within like 20 minutes. And so I think there's, I know there are people all over the world that are certainly experiencing a lot of different symptoms. But if you also look at some of the patterns on how electricity affects people um, and the fact that how it could be used to set up certain things and why certain powers that be would not be interested in the true impacts of its health uh, getting out there, because that would compete and interfere with other agendas, you can start to see, all right, if you're feeling really sick in an environment, get out of there, get in the ocean, Go harmonize with the Schumann resonance, charge up in the sun, get barefoot, and at least dispense what could be voltage bouncing around in your body and interfering with things. And that's like, I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying that like as a message, that was what I had to learn. And I had to realize that so much of what we experience, even a guy that I've been working with recently, he was walking with his dad. His dad was mowing the lawn. He was walking barefoot, talking with his dad. And after like an hour of his feet in the wet grass, he was like, Oh my God, I feel fucking amazing. And he's like, how long have I been like, not paying attention to this aspect of health and how good it can make me feel, you know, it's just harmonizing with, with the earth and the sun and making your body, the conduit between the earth and the sun that collects that connects that electrical circuit. And like a lot of the stuff that Jack Cruz has put out there had a bit big impact on me in that arena. So I'm very appreciative. Um, to him for that you know he's so i I don't, I don't want to just pretend that those are my musings you know a lot of that came from jet cruise
1: yeah, no, I mean, I, I completely resonate with that. I actually, I had a guy come check out my whole place at some, at a certain point. Cause I was like, I don't really know like what I'm sitting in and I, I need to know. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's like, what microwave am I sitting in? Like, you know, you yeah. never know. And you can feel it was funny. It, yeah. yeah, you can feel it. And, and I was sleeping great for months on end. And then I got a new neighbor and ever since she moved in, like I, I hadn't slept well. And I was like,
0: Is she doing emotional release work?
1: <laughs> She's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, I, the guy comes in and he comes, he goes into my bedroom. Turns out her whole entertainment inter, entertainment system is right where my headboard is, like right where my head is. Yep. So I ended up moving my bed and he was like, and it was crazy because it was literally the day she moved in. And I hadn't put two and two together, but once I saw the levels, I was like, oh, this makes sense. Like she, yep. she literally put the TV and the Apple TV and everything right behind my head. And so I, I couldn't sleep. And so now, you know, I have all like the ethernet cables and all the things. Um, it's, it's like night and day difference. It's totally,
0: it is crazy.
1: It is. I have,
0: I have every single person in our program do it, whether they like it or not. And it's one of the things that like on the call before we even decide if we're going to work together, I'm like, I need to know that you're all in and whatever that looks like. I'm not going to tell people like they have to drink their urine or anything like that. And I think that, you know, maybe, maybe that's beneficial for some people. I don't do that. I'm like, look, I'm not going to tell you to drink your (laughs) pee or anything, but I'm like, you know, they're, they're almost always changing the frequencies that they're surrounding themselves with in their home. And, and we see 20 to 40% improvements in their sleep scores as, as collected by the aura ring or the whoop band and that sort of thing. Like it's, it's tangible and real. Um, and I'm glad more people are are getting on it. And I'm glad that that you've been pioneering that too, because the more people feel like, oh wait, are you like are you like the brother from Better Call Saul? Which they basically just paint this guy as having mental illness, you know, right. to to, yeah. dis, to discredit the whole thing. And um and I'm like, yes, and that's legit. And if you if you pay attention to your frequencies, like I haven't had Wi-Fi since twenty late 2016. 2017 in in either house, and uh, even now I'm recording this. As I told you, I'm at my buddy's place in Michigan, and he's like, "Bro, the Wi-Fi is great. Just connect to the Wi-Fi." I'm like, "I don't want to be podcasting next to a cell tower. I don't want to turn my laptop into a cell tower. I'd rather have Wi-Fi and Bluetooth off and be hardwired. Even if the Wi-Fi is only in the next room, it's still distance. It matters, you know. And my frequency matters too. So that's cool. I like I like what you're doing, and I've had fun with this conversation. Thank you."
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: What what do you want to I mean, I think I'm going to get that rainbow cleanse. That seems like an easy thing and and I'm a big I'm a big advocate of getting mucoid plaque out. Um, but it can take quite a while with certain binder protocols. So if this accelerates that, that would be great. Is 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 are, are there any other things, you know, people you said your discount code is EVAHOOFT if people decide to get the Zen cleanse and that'll save them some money. Any, any other things that you feel called to share right now or a call to action or where people can follow you anything that you want to leave our audience with?
1: Um, yes, yeah, so there's actually one thing that I'd like to do with you um, as we end. I don't know why I just feel called to share it um, but it's it's a lot on you know like the whole grounding thing right Like yes, we can ground like physically and we actually absorb it through that through that sense. but there's one visualization thing that I always do that like really gets me back into my body. Um, so I'd love to guide you and the audience through that.
0: Yeah,
1: let's do it. Um, so yeah, let's,
0: let me turn off everything. Okay, good.
1: Great. Okay. So just finding a comfortable place to sit and just go ahead and close down your eyes. Just taking a few deep breaths. And go ahead and start to visualize roots from, kind of like your roots, so like the base of your spine growing all the way into the center of the earth. And as you're visualizing this connection, just feeling the exchange of energy between you and the center of the earth. And now from... The base of your spine all the way to the top of your head making another connection through the top of your head all the way to the heart of the sun so now you're just visualizing this connection all the way up and you're just going to charge yourself with the energy of the sun and simultaneously keep feeling your feet on the ground feeling the connection to the earth And now the heart of the sun is also gonna connect to the heart of the moon. So now you have both energies coming from above and you're charging to the heart of the earth. And then we're gonna go even further from the heart of the sun, you're gonna go up into source, God, the universe, a white light, whatever you resonate with, but just feeling that connection. I'm bringing it back into your body and I'm taking a deep breath in and a sigh out and just opening the eyes that's quick and easy and effective
0: that was nice. I liked it. Thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, anytime I feel ungrounded, I just do that. And it's like regulates your nervous system really quickly. Um, So yeah, and then in terms of where can people find me? I mean, I think you shared my Instagram. So really my first, that last name, um, I'm really responsive on DMs for any questions um, in terms of like, coaching, all that stuff. If you're local to LA, I host a lot of in-person events as well, like emotional release events, breathwork, sound bath, stuff like that. Um, and then my website is also firstandlastname.com. And that's, yeah, that's really all I have to share.
0: Cool. Well, thank you very much. It's been nice connecting with you and a great conversation. And I think a lot of people will enjoy it. So thank you for sharing, Ava. Uh, Hoft.
1: Yes. Oh, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> you still have it. Still got Amazing. it. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, thank you for having me on.